Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, and uh, for the CHS Coaches Show. And, of course, uh, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. to 645 to the end of the football season and then every other week uh, beginning in January to the end of the uh, school year with that. And uh, with that, the uh, uh, Catholic High Coaches Show uh, every other weekend to the end of the school year, as I mentioned. And uh, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, the Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Musson Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, uh, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. Uh, with that, and we're here at the studios of Kane Radio at FM 107.5 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for the Simple Radio app. Be sure, uh, once you get into it, at the top right, put out that X and receive the free app. You can also listen to Kane on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240, and it will. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, we haven't met since uh, December, I guess right about the middle of December. And uh, after uh, for our last show, it was right after the state championship football games over in the Dome. And uh, I'm sure Catholic High School's teams have had a lot of events over the holidays. And you've been in uh, school now for – uh, a week, I do believe. And, uh, yes, sir. And then also head off today because of Martin Luther King Day, which is a national holiday. And uh, no school tomorrow, too, because of the weather. And we're wondering about Wednesday. We had a game scheduled for tomorrow night, but that's been put off. Coach uh, Casey McGrew mentioned that to me. And we hope that maybe we can do the game Wednesday, but that's still not a sure thing yet. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're monitoring as a school. Um, not sure exactly you know, how, how much rain we're going to get, how cold it's going to get, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but, you know, we're trying to keep our kids safe, keep them off the roads. But uh, like you said, as of right now, the games, the boys and girls game that was scheduled for tomorrow have been postponed to Wednesday against um, ARCA. Yeah, uh, Katie Anna Renaissance uh, with that. So uh, with that, too, uh, with basketball, of course, uh, the Panthers uh, boys and girls basketball teams have uh, – I'm trying to see uh, which ones uh, I've got here to begin with uh, on that. But the boys are uh, basically having a pretty good year, too, Coach, uh, with that. Their last game uh, I show here, they played in the Southside Tournament, I believe, uh, against uh, Bozier. Yes. Is that correct? And they were beaten by, a, uh, I'm pretty sure, a 5A team, uh, Bozier. Yeah, I'm, not not sure, I'm not sure what Bolger's classification is, but I know they had some, some pretty good players, um, some big guys, you know, to match up with, with Joe down low and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but, yeah, a solid team for sure. Yeah, uh, lost uh, 61 to 50. But in the meantime, uh, in their three district games, going back to uh, Delcom uh, in, uh, I guess, uh, late, November, late December, I want to say they played that game, uh, were very victorious by score of 70 to 23, then down uh, – West St. Mary away, 41-37. And the other away game uh, against Ascension Episcopal handed them, uh, handled them pretty well, 52-37. to So uh, 
Right now, 3-0 and in district uh, with the next district game being Acadiana Renaissance at Charter School over in Youngsville. And uh, things are working out pretty well for the Panthers right now. Yeah, they're 14-6 and overall right now, and they're, they're sitting eighth in power points. Um, but, you know, they've been playing some, some really good competition. Um, you know, like you said, they lost to Ballsier. Um, they also, I know they played in the STM tournament early in the year, the Sunkiss shootout, and they lost to STM and Newman. You know, two, two really, really classical classy schools um you know some of the best schools year and you're out in their individual divisions yeah newman only uh, beat them 65 to 60 and of course newman's got problems of their own yeah. <laughs> right now well and i believe they lost to stm and in, in uh one of the games in double overtime or something like that and i can't right. remember i think it was the stm it game. was yeah, it was the sta stm game uh i have that score right here it was 47 45 too in an overtime game so uh Panthers are uh, looking pretty good. And as you know, St. Thomas Moore year in and year out has uh, their uh, sports and athletics uh, teams are outstanding yeah. uh, over the years, too, especially football. And I know another one of their losses, I think it was to Cecilia, was a, um, was a last-second buzzer beater, like half-court shot for Cecilia to win yeah, the game. 44 to 42. Yeah, so, I mean, that's three – Three, three of their six losses that are, you know, within one basket, um, overtime, things like that. So, I mean, they could very easily be 17-3 and three right now instead of 14-6. and six. Yeah, not only that, too, they lost their opening game way back in November, around the middle of November, I think that was a little bit, bit before Thanksgiving. They lost in a tournament game, I think. And they came back to, let's see how my math is, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games in a row before they – had another loss, and that was at Cecilia game. Uh, they got beat, and then uh, they beat Opelousas Catholic along with uh, Turlings Catholic. They downed two earlier this year uh, at the St. Thomas More Tournament, 64-57. Of course, then uh, ended up getting uh, beat by St. Thomas More by uh, two points. Came back and played Vanderbilt Catholic, who usually has some pretty good teams, and pretty sure that's a 4A team, too. They got beat 56-42, to uh, 42, gave Newman all they wanted, and then got on a three-game run in district with against Delcom, West St. Mary, and Acadiana Ascension uh, Episcopal, excuse me. And then uh, was supposed to play Vanderbilt Catholic again away, and that game was canceled. I think it was scheduled for Saturday, too. It was something like that. I'm not sure exactly why it got canceled, but, but yeah, it was scheduled for, I believe it was Saturday or, or sometime recent. Yes, and uh, with that, and, uh, of course, uh, as you mentioned, 14 and six could be easily 17 and three uh, with a couple uh, tough losses during the course of the year. But uh, playing up the way they have, uh, man, what experience you get too out of that? And the Panthers are right now, uh, as I call the triplets, along with Job. Uh, uh, was it Tippett? Uh, Trostclair. Trostclair. Uh, with that, uh, making up the pretty much the team right now, and probably getting good support from uh, the bench. Uh, in that regard so uh, anyway in the meantime uh, we were going to do that game tomorrow night we'll hopefully settle on Wednesday and if not Wednesday I'm sure that game has to be made up somewhere yeah it's a district game so I mean I would assume they're going to have to play it um, I mean I guess yeah I'm looking here at the schedule here and uh, uh, they also play New Iberia High I think this coming uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday. Yep. and that's after they play Franklin, Franklin. Uh, but Franklin at home uh, a Friday night, and uh, maybe they can work out something with the Jackets, but uh, you don't want to take on Franklin and come back the next day and, and play uh, against uh, Kadiana Renaissance, who I think has a decent team this year, too, if my memory serves me correctly uh, with that. And I'm trying to see any other openings. They got Centerville down here. Uh, that might be, it's a home game. That might be a game 
where they can trade out uh, with Acadiana Renaissance. But here again, don't know who Acadiana Renaissance has scheduled that particular day when the Panthers are supposed to play Centerville. Uh, and then again, uh, towards the end of the season, uh, uh, the Panthers take on St. Martinville Tigers away, so that might be another opportunity to slip one in. Again, like I said, don't know what uh, uh, Kadiana Renaissance schedule looks like in the future too, Coach. Yeah. So with that, but uh, thanks. Uh, starting, to, of course, the Panthers last year, first Catholic high basketball team in the history of the school, and uh, that includes even uh, St. Peter's College to make it to uh, the top 28 tournament too. Panthers had a couple uh, – teams back in the uh, 60s, early 60s, and early 70s that had opportunities. Also, a team in the early 90s had an opportunity to make it but uh, couldn't w get that big win and uh, to make it to the top 28. But uh, this team's playing well. And like you said, uh, power rating, you said right now at eight, sitting at eight. And is that max prep or is that to That's the, uh, uh, on gopreps.com, okay, which okay. is they're normally pretty pretty accurate. Um, obviously, they don't know about forfeits and things like that until the very end of the year, but they're, they're, they're pretty spot on. Uh, it, does the Louisiana High School uh, Athletic Association do any type of uh, power ratings too? They do. They don't do them every week, though. Uh, I'm, okay. not I'm not sure exactly how often they release them for basketball, but I know for fo football they typically do it every other week or, or once every three weeks, something like that. Um, but I would assume it's probably kind of similar for basketball, too. And with uh, with basketball, too, with that, uh, I'm trying to remember last year how high the Panthers' uh, power rating, or how low, I should say, the power rating was last year. I can't recall, but it seemed like it was in the top seven, six, maybe somewhere in there uh, in those uh, games last year. As uh, and Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Panthers only lost one district game last year. Um, uh, to Franklin, maybe. Uh, I'm trying I to think remember. they might have lost to West St. Mary two last year. Okay. Then they might have lost two games last year. But their power ranking was pretty high too. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up. I'll eventually okay, get, get right. to it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, with that, so uh, of course uh, the game, Cadiana Renaissance, uh, uh, Wednesday uh, tentatively scheduled. Then Friday, they Franklin comes to Catholic High to take on uh, the Panthers. Uh, Panthers are going to play. I don't know if it's a scheduled game here on their. Uh, on their printout here uh, against Nish, the Yellow Jackets, who have an outstanding team uh, right now. And then uh, another big game for them Tuesday uh, as they'll be playing. Uh, we're going to have a bonus, too. The Lowerville, a week from uh, Tuesday, uh, the Lowerville Tigers come to town to take on the Panthers, uh, a bonus game. We're going to do the girls game, too, that night for uh, on radio. Okay. So the Panthers uh, against the uh, Lowerville Tigers, the boys and the girls. And the girls usually start around 6 o'clock. Uh, quarter to six, something of that nature. Normally, norm there's normally like a JV game at five, um, either boys or girls, depending on who we're playing. Um, I looked it up last year; we were the 10 seat going to the, the playoffs and made it all the way to uh, Lake Charles. Yep, upset, upset a few teams along the way. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, that that Nish game, that's at the Cajun Dome. That's in a, that I'm not sure exactly what they call that that game, but um, Brad I'm, Boyd puts it on. Yeah, I um, remember you. I remember seeing that uh, recently in uh, one of the write-ups. And so, uh, so a lot of big teams there. A lot yeah, of big there teams are. there. St. Thomas Board, some others will be there. Don't know if LCA will be there. Usually they are. I think we played LCA last year in it. Yeah, um, but I would assume they're probably there. Yeah. Uh, so interesting schedule for the Panthers uh, with that and. Uh, with, uh, of course, I haven't been able to make any games this year, but uh, as always, Tristan Lewis and uh, Jaden Mitchell, uh, uh, along with Chris Green and uh, Joe uh, Trosclair, 
leading the Panthers. I'm missing the other starter right now. I'm gonna try and it, it escapes me who the fifth starter is for the Panthers right now. Um, it's typically Tyler Templeton. Okay, starts all right for him. Yeah. All right, who's a good hustle defensive player too? Yeah, he, he he makes some pretty good plays on offense too. Every now and then he does a good job finishing at the goal. But yeah, like you said, he he's definitely a, um, oh. an effort guy, a defensive player. Get moves the ball around pretty well. Yeah, cutting off passing lanes too. He he's excellent at that. Anyway, meanwhile, uh, the CHS girls, uh, Coach, uh, uh, they've had a pretty good run right now uh, with that and uh, looking at their schedule right now uh, with that. Uh, they were supposed to play again, uh, uh, I want to say, uh, they played, uh, uh, I want to say, Monday night. but I, I uh, Was it Monday? They played um, on the 9th. Yes, the, excuse me. must have been Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, they beat Ascension on Tuesday. Um, 24 to 7. Yeah, the game against North of Million was postponed too. Don't know yes. why, but it was postponed. But they beat Ascension uh, in that uh, regard. And I might have, I think I have the wrong uh, uh, schedule. I think I have a soccer schedule here. There you go. Let's get out of here and uh, look at that uh, in the meantime. Yeah, here we go uh, for the district game. So uh, they basically uh, won their, their first district game. Uh, uh, they beat uh, Franklin, I think, way back in. Uh, yep. In early uh, December, but that's early to play a game. Of course, the girls play, don't they, they play? They finish a week earlier, I believe. Yeah, but that's still yes. that's still pretty early for district, though. Yeah, that's what they have they're, here, a district game. Yeah, they're 4-1 right now in district, with their only district loss so far to uh, West St. Mary. Yeah, they got beat 49-31, but they handled uh, Lauraville before Christmas, 34-31. Uh, that law, they beat Delcom, uh, uh, I want to say, at home, 45-22, and then – like you said, their last game, they beat Ascension Episcopal 24-7. to It was their little stall there by one of the teams. Uh, with that, it sure looks like it uh, in that. And that was an away game, too. So uh, beating Ascension Episcopal, of course, they, they like the varsity. The Panthers uh, were supposed to play at Cadiana Renaissance. And uh, the rest of their schedule heads out uh, with Franklin on the uh, 19th. Uh, that should be a Friday. Then they play Franklin at home. Uh, then they stay home the following Tuesday, and that's the game we're going to do for the uh, girls uh, at home against Lauraville. Then they go on the road to play Delcom on the 26th, West St. Mary on the 30th at home, along with Ascension Episcopal at home, and then the final game of the regular season, uh, they're going to play Acadiana Renaissance away uh, in that. And I think you also mentioned to me uh, with the reorganization of all the districts that Catholic High and their district will be seven two uh, A next year and not eight two A. I believe so. I know it goes back and forth. Um, I think it's be. I think it will be dis district seven two A. Okay, with that. So uh, with that, uh, right now, uh, both the d boys and girls team. Uh, the, the boys, of course, have won their three district games. The girls are uh, four and one, and uh, looking playing pretty well right now for them. Uh, and the coach. Uh, uh, his name escapes me of the girls. Uh, Peyton Smith and Darian Bro are the okay. two coaches. Oh, that and doing a pretty good job with the yeah, young they ladies are. Too. You know, right now they're six and eight overall. Um, you know, kind of like the boys that did play some some upper classifications out of district. But looking at the rest of their schedule, um, they're pretty much all district games left. So they have a chance to look. From what I looked at, looks like they have a chance to go six and one or seven and one the rest of the way um, and end up with a pretty decent record. Um, really good record for them for the way it's been the past few years. And of course, uh, like uh, football, basketball, baseball, and uh, I don't think track, but they uh, have the non-select and select. So the Catholic High uh, girls uh, playing in the select uh, 
right now uh, moving forward. So good to see you too. Yep. I noticed they've had, they've had some lean years too. Yeah, they did. You know, this this is a you know, like I said, they they have a chance to finish. I don't know, twelve and nine, thirteen and nine, something like that. Um, right now they're sitting twenty second in power points. So, so I mean, I would I would think they're gonna have a pretty good chance to get into the playoffs and have a decent seed. Um, you know, so so a really good job by those coaches and those girls so far this year. And of course, with basketball, it's a twenty four team uh, uh, playoff in the state championships. Uh, it, like basketball, uh, 24 teams. Like I believe so. Football. I believe so, it is. So uh, they'd like, boy, sure, like to see them get a home uh, home game uh, in that. Of course, they have to be, uh, what, a 16 seed? Yeah, top 16 host. Um, top that. top eight have a bye. Okay. And maybe uh, that's last year. That's, I think, I, but you told me last year the Panthers had a power rating of 10 uh, after the basketball season. And, but it seemed like they had a home game. Uh, last year, yeah. So the top sixteen host the first round. That's so correct. So tenth, they yeah. would have hosted. They they traveled from that point on, though. Okay, yeah, they did. They did, but they pulled out a couple big wins. Yep. So in that regard, so they went to St. Charles. Yes, and beat them beat in a Saint tight Charles. game. A tight game, like thirty six, thirty four, something like that. Then they beat somebody else. They slowed down a game uh, last year before they headed to the top twenty eight yep. in that, and beaten by the uh, uh, Calvary. Uh, Baptist, or was it Evangel that beat them? That was Calvary. Yeah, and Calvary ended up losing to Newman, yep. who's got their own problems right now. But uh, the girls hustling, playing hard too, Coach, in that regard. So uh, we got a lot more to talk about. Let's go ahead and take our first break. You listen to the CHS Coaches Show here on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, uh, Coach, with that, of course, uh, boys and girls soccer is taking place right now here on, uh, uh, you know, through the season. And, of course, the soccer programs uh, have their playoffs a lot earlier than basketball, I think a few weeks, too, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, with that, of course, uh, with the soccer uh, games uh, uh, going forth uh, with that uh, Trying to I have the two schedules here, uh, trying to look at that. The boys uh, right now uh, uh, playing a little bit better than 500, if uh, my uh, records here show me, Coach. Um, I believe they're 8-3-2 and two overall. Yeah, um, maybe I'm eight looking. Eight wins, three losses, and two ties. And their last game was against? Uh, no, actually, today. They, uh, they beat LCA today 7-0. Okay, all right. And uh, with that, I don't, uh, you know, believe it or not, I don't show uh, LCA on here. Uh, they, I know it was on. I saw it on the site. They just hadn't posted the score yet, but I know that I saw that um, Coach Hale Tronhall posted on his his Facebook page that they won today. Uh, by the score you said of seven, seven zero. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, I see it now. I was looking at the wrong uh, schedule. The boys uh, look like they don't have as many matches as the girls. Am I correct about that? I'm not sure what the total number of matches are. I know right now um, they're actually about even. I think. Okay from what I have written down. Well, the boys, uh, as you mentioned, they've won, they won their opening. Uh, and the, the, the districts are strange because not everybody plays yes. soccer like everybody plays football well, and, and, and the boys basketball. and girls' districts are even different, too. Really? Uh, like the girls have Highland Baptist in their district. The boys don't because I don't think Highland plays soccer for boys. Okay. And uh, with that, too, uh, with, the, uh, with the boys uh, – uh, uh, I want to say uh, they uh, won their second uh, uh, district match as they downed uh, 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 Kadiana Renaissance Charter School by the score of 6-2, to and that was held on the 11th. Uh, that was uh, last Thursday, I do believe. And as you mentioned, uh, lost to St. Thomas Moore, uh, I want to say two days ago, maybe Saturday. Yes. At, at St. Thomas Moore um, in that match. In the meantime, as you mentioned, beat Lafayette Christian 
their next match looks like it's going to be against Westminster Christian, and that's going to be held at home uh, on the 17th, uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. as their next, next match, and I do believe that is a district match along with Ascension Episcopal and Episcopal of uh, Cadiana. So right now, Coach, uh, uh, they're, uh, I want to say, 3-0 and in district, is yep, that correct? Yeah, they're 3-0 because LCA is also in their district who they beat today. And uh, – uh, I'm remind folks LCA too that played in 4A last year are gonna put come on down I think to uh, 2A is that yeah correct? so they'll be in 2A um, for for all the other sports as well um, they won't be in our district they'll be in that district with Notre Dame um, okay. like they used to be when they were 2A that going west then yes. that district huh? but but they will be in our playoffs our select playoffs again for football basketball baseball all those sports okay with that so uh, the boys playing pretty well right now uh, with that and uh, as you mentioned. Uh, counting us in my math, one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. As you mentioned, eight uh, uh, wins and one, uh, I show one, two, three losses, four losses, four losses. One. Well, Coach Hale had eight, three, and two posted. I, so. I, I do see, yeah. And eight also wins, three losses, two ties. Two ties. You, you are correct. I stand corrected. I was counting one uh, twice accidentally and uh, have a few games remaining in that uh, regard. So uh, with that. Anyway, uh, trying to uh, see uh, how now uh, with the girls in soccer and uh, with that and uh, the girls uh, up and down year right now, Coach, uh, with that uh, district games. They've uh, won uh, their two district games so far as they're in their opening match uh, on the January the 4th. They downed uh, Vermilion Catholic by a score 7 to nothing, then came back uh, on the 11th, uh, I guess the last week, uh, to win by the score of eight to nothing against Ascension Episcopal, their next uh, match, district match, uh, was uh, looks like uh, it was uh, on the fifteenth, and I'm not sure. Uh, they they were supposed to play today, yeah, the fifteenth. Um, I know they were talking about moving it up earlier in the day, um, but I'm not sure exactly what was the final decision. I don't know what time they played or any of that kind of information, or you know, or if it it might be going on right now. For all I know. Okay, and with that, do. Uh, does the uh, uh, where are the boys' power rankings? I forgot to ask. So you. our boys are sit at, sit at, sitting at tenth in, in power points right okay. now. Okay, all right. And again, twenty four teams make. Uh, no, in soccer, thirty two teams make because there's only four total divisions. Oh, okay. So there's about okay. 50, 50 schools in each division. So does the same hold true with the girls? Yes. Yes. And do you know they have a power? Our ranking girls are yet? sitting at sixteenth right now. So they'd uh, they'd host a home match. Yeah. So they'd both be hosting if it all finished right now. Um, I would I would think our girls will improve. You know, kind of like I talk about our girls basketball in district play. I know there's a couple tough district teams, um, but you know I think I know they've played some pretty tough out of district competition. So so I'd assume they'll they'll improve their overall record and get their power points moving up, moving in the right direction too. Okay. Uh, with that, of course. Uh, uh, don't know if they they postponed I guess the match today they're going to make it up probably uh, but they show here they're going to have a match uh, another uh, match against Episcopal I guess it's out of Baton Rouge that one's actually been canceled okay because um, they right. were supposed to play tomorrow Episcopal was supposed to come they actually canceled that on maybe Friday or something just because the weather yeah the weather and they'd have to come across the basin bridge That's and all true. that kind of stuff so uh you know we we talked about it. I talked to their coaches and they were like what do you think and I, I mean I told them my opinion that that Episcopal is not going to come yeah um so they they decided just to cancel it um and just move on from there of course the next next district match will be on the 18th uh uh, away at Acadiana uh, Renaissance Charter School over in Youngsville. And uh, hopefully with the weather, that match will hold up. That looks uh, to take place on Thursday at uh, approximately 6.30.
over at Acadiana Renaissance. Do they all have their own soccer field? No, I would assume they probably play at the Youngsville Sports Complex, though, okay, which, is right, which, are, which yeah. is right across the street from them. Yeah, um, right I, know, next door. I know they're in the, the process of building a football stadium, so I'd assume they'll eventually play soccer there, too. I, any idea when their football team will want to participate in the district? Would you also led me to believe a while back that the, when they form their football team, it looks like they're going to be playing up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're moving up next year. Um, next year they'll be – I believe 3A and then probably 4A the next cycle. So a lot um, of students. Uh, yeah, so they're, into they're um, so like our, our ba- they won't be in our basketball district. So basketball and um, baseball and all that's going to lose Orca and they're going to lose Ascension. Both those schools are moving. So Orca's moving up, Ascension's moving down, and we're picking up Homa Christian. Again. So okay. Homa Christian will be back in our district. Okay, uh, and with that, other district games. Uh, that the uh, ladies' soccer program will play Episcopal of Acadiana, who's usually one of the best soccer programs uh, in the state, too, with that. And uh, another big district game, that's going to take place on the 24th of January at 6 p.m. That game will be at home, though, against uh, ESA. So uh, with that, and then uh, do they have any – that will be the last district game. And moving on, they play a couple matches to end the year against Cecilia, which will be away, and Westminster Christian, which will be at home. So in that regard, so coach, uh, with that, so uh, soccer, uh, both the boys and the girls are uh, doing a pretty good job this year in the soccer program, and uh, with that, so hopefully uh, uh, they can uh, get into the playoffs and um, uh, make some noise, so to speak. Yeah, our kids have been playing hard. You know, our, we have new coaches for both boys and girls soccer, and you know, I think Coach Hale with the boys and Coach Brian Moody with the girls have done a really good job with them. Um, you know, our kids are working hard. They're in the weight room. You know, in the weight room doing doing strength and conditioning in season, um, you know, out there practicing conditioning. And I think those coaches are getting them, you know, better every single day. So, you know, it's exciting to see the way the program's going right now. Okay, uh, with that. So interesting is uh, that's taking place in uh, both the boys and girls basketball uh, and also uh, girls and boys soccer. Don't know if uh, any other sports right now, uh, Coach, are taking place? Um, officially, indoor track is going on right now. I know that uh, we had one or two kids that participated this past Saturday at McNeese. Um, I'm not sure exactly who it was, but I know we had one. I think, I think we had one kid participating. Um, but indoor track is going on right now, and so is powerlifting. Um, I think our regional powerlifting meet is going to be the Saturday um, during Mardi Gras break. I'm not sure if it's the first Saturday or the second Saturday. So right when it starts or right when it ends. But but that's when that goes on. So those are the last two winter sports that we have going on right now. Okay. So uh, with that, too, uh, uh, with the winter sports, uh, 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 those winter sports, Tuesday, they're indoor meets, too, where at uh, LSU or – So the only two places that have indoor tracks is LSU and McNeese. Um, oh, okay. So, so okay. They, they, they have one or two meets at McNeese, and they have like three or four meets at LSU. Okay. Those are typically on Saturday mornings. Okay. Well, all Saturdays right. all day. And that uh, doesn't indoor doesn't last that long, too. Maybe no. uh, three or four a month. Maybe. So I would think indoor indoor state is probably late February because the outdoor season starts. Their first track meets um, is that fourth week, first week in March. Okay. Um, so I would think indoor ends somewhere sometime in February. I'm not sure the exact date. Um, and. And track, again, is select and non-select? No, track is all combined. Okay, with everybody in it. Yep. So, now, uh, indoor track is a little bit different. So, indoor track, it's not it's, it's combined, but there's um, Division One and Division Two. So, like, Division One is 5A and 4A teams. Division Two is 3, 2, 1 in Class B and C schools. Um, because in indoor track, there's not nearly as many teams and not nearly as many participants that, that do indoor track. Okay, with that. So, uh, anyway, time to take another uh, break here on uh, CHS Coaches Show. 
We'll be back with a little bit more uh, right after this. Lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports. Let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Here on a big uh, Monday night, Martin Luther King uh, Day. Uh, Coach, uh, of course, uh, with other activities going on, you mentioned off the air that uh, your football banquet was held recently. And uh, why don't you uh, tell some of our listeners what took place there that night? Yeah, um, you know, since we last met, we, they did have some honors that came out along with our, our football banquet, like you said. Um, you know, we talked about all district honors um, before the break, before we went to uh, Christmas break and all that. Um, but there were some other, you know, awardees that came out. I know the new the Daily Iberian came out with the best of the test, the small school best of the test team, which we had quite a few kids that made first team, um, an honorable mention. Um, our guys that got first team best of the test was Luke Landry at quarterback, Marcus Austin at running back, Jaden Mitchell, wide receiver, Drew Desimo, offensive line, Roan Judy's offensive line, Devin Mouton, defensive line, Thomas Bollier at linebacker, Bennett Woodring at linebacker, Bennett Boudreaux, kicker, and Tristan Lewis, return specialist. And the offensive MVP for the um, small school best of the test was Jaden Mitchell. Um, we had some honorable mention, like I said, our honorable mentions for the best of the test were Gerard Shank, Owen Morris, Joe LeBlanc, Gavin Roy, Holden LeBlanc, James Jones, Connor Segura, and Javon Brown. Um, we also had a couple guys that made the Lafayette Advocate All-Metro small team, um, small school team. <clears throat> Jaden Mitchell was first team returner. Uh, Drew Desimo, second team offensive line. Devin Mouton, second team defensive line. And Thomas Boyer was second team linebacker. Um, they also had two All-State teams that came out um, between that time, the Louisiana Football Coaches Association All-State. Um, which is voted on by the, the coaches that are a part of that association. Um, we had three guys that made that team. Drew Desimo was first-team offensive line. Jaden Mitchell was second-team wide receiver. And Thomas Boyer was honorable mention. Um, and they also had the Louisiana Sports Writers Association All-State. Um, Jaden Mitchell was first-team receiver for that one. And Drew Desimo was honorable mention on that one. Um, so those were all the different, all the different um, honors that came out between the last time we met you know we already talked like i said we talked about all district we had a bunch yes. of guys on all district um so those guys also made it 
Um, so you know, at our at our awards banquet, um, football it, banquet. It was just football. At the yes, awards it was banquet? just football. We did it um, last Wednesday, actually. Okay. So we just had it last week. Um, you know, we 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 um, awarded all of our guys that had, that were Letterman winners and squadsmen's and all these different types of awards that went on there. Um, we also had our special awards that we always kind of go through. Um, some of them have been around for a long time in, in Catholic high football. Um, some of them kind of new, you know, things that I brought along, some of the things I kind of kept from, from Coach Watt last year. <coughs> um, but, you know, we had some different different guys that, that received different awards. You know, we had our outstanding scout team player that went to Michael Hike, who's a freshman who was always in there, you know, giving us a great look offensively and defensively, um, which, as you know, I mean, for, for you to have a successful year, you have to have a good scout team to get, sure. get you ready week in, week out. Um, the special team special team award went to Joe LeBlanc, um, who played punter and did other things on special teams for us. Um, we had an outstanding defensive lineman that went to Devin Mouton, who played defensive end for us, who was on the field pretty much every single snap on the defensive side of the ball. Um, our def- outstanding defensive skill player was Thomas Boyer, our All middle right. backer. Um, outstanding offensive lineman went to James Jones, who played right guard for us. Um, I mean, left guard for us. All right. Outstanding offensive skill, which was pretty much unanimous, uh, voted on by coaches and players, all these different things, was Jaden Mitchell. Um, then we kind of went to some of the, you know, the special awards, like the most improved award. Um, the most improved went to Marcus Austin, who played running back for us. Um, it you know, was he, a first-team all-district He was player. a first-team all-district player. You know, he had a great year for us. Um, he kind of stepped up when, when we had some injuries and some other things that, you know, other things going on. Sure. Um, stepped up, and he, you know, he pretty much carried the load all by himself until Javon came back. Um, and he did a great job for us there. Um, our varsity coaches award went to Luke Landry. Um, kind of, you know, it's kind of the, the guy that d- does all the right things, you know, says all the right things, does all the right things, leads by example. Who was also an all-district and co-MVP of the district, yep, too. Yep, um, We had two captain awards. Um, that went to Thomas Boyer and Drew Desermo. And that's permanent captain, so to speak, like on the yep. team. Yes, sir. Um, and then we got to, like, the, the real special awards, like the Brock Delcom Award, um, which is – um, fairly new, I guess you could say. Um, Brock Delcom graduated in 2003. Yeah, um, I want you to uh, give our listeners maybe an update how this award was uh, put together. Yeah, so Brock Brock played for Catholic High in 2003. He passed away a few years back. I'm not sure. I don't remember the exact time frame. Um, and, you know, his parents want to do something. His parents are involved. You know, every year we do the Brock – every year we do the banquet, his parents come and give out the award. Um you know, and Brock, you know, he was a tough guy. He, he was a great player. You know, I remember I said this story. You know, I played with him. I was a freshman his senior year. So, oh, I was, okay. you know, so I'm fortunate that I, I got to know him, um, got to see him play. But, I mean, his senior year he played with double sullies. You know, both his shoulders were dislocate. Um, but either way, the, the, the recipient of that award was Will Minville, who I think is very deserving. Um, then we had the Press Box Award, which kind of goes to the guy who, who, you know, makes a lot of plays, whose name gets called a lot, not always the biggest, best player, but, you know, finds a way to make plays. Now I went to Owen Morris. Um, who once again I think you know is a great recipient of that who, award. Who's a sophomore too? Just a sophomore, yes, sir. Um, then we have the Tim LeBlanc Award, which is also known as the Right Stuff Award. Um, once again, it's not necessarily the guy who who starts and plays all the time. It's the guy who's like the best teammate, who does all the right things, has the heart of the team. Um, that went to Hunter Abear, which was real oh. exciting. You know, Hunter's a senior who who didn't play very much, but always showed up, was always there for everything, always had a smile on his face, was a great teammate, a great player, and did all the right things. And correct me if I'm wrong, this Tim LeBlanc Award, the Tim LeBlanc we're speaking of, is uh, is deceased, or is it the Tim LeBlanc that it's played the, in the it's 80s? It's Tim's father. 
Yes, who's so, deceased. So I think yeah, I'm pretty sure he's deceased. Who played, yeah. who played in the state championship game yes. back in the early 60s, yep. 62. So it's not Peter's dad. That's right. Peter's That's grandpa. correct. That's yes, right. Sir. And uh, who was a fine football player, too, who I knew very well, too, uh, with okay. the family. So uh, just, a, just a fine person, too, Tim LeBlanc, passed away playing the sport he loved, basketball in the city park. Yeah. Had a massive heart attack and, okay. and passed away in so, yeah. uh, the city I didn't, park. I didn't gym. know that. Yes, yes, knew Tim well. Yeah. And well, his then, family, big uh, Catholic High supporters, yeah. too. And our final award, the Big Red Award, um, everyone who's involved with Catholic High knows what that one is. Um, that one went to Will Menville, who, you know, I think was pretty unanimous. The kids all felt he deserved all the coaches felt the same way, too. So, so that's kind of how it went. You know, I thought we had a really good showing for our uh, awards banquet. Um, mostly, almost all the kids showed up. Almost all the parents were there, and it was just a great Yeah, outing. that's pretty nice uh, when that can be done and uh, these kids can be acknowledged. And that's a, you know, it's a little, uh, you know, emphasis for some of the younger players uh, that they see these awards passed out, and it gives them a little more umpa, you know, during the uh, when the season starts uh, to play hard and be recognized uh, with that. And I think it's a great tradition that Catholic High has been going on. And this, correct me if I'm wrong, your second year at Catholic High, but your first year as a head football coach. Yes, sir. And uh, with that, so those awards, uh, don't know how long they've been prolonged in that regard. But uh, can you recall when you were in school? They gave yeah, we, we had all those awards. Um, we had the Tim LeBlanc. We had the press box. We had the Big Red. Um, like I said, Brock Delcom obviously wasn't an award. Then he was just a couple years older. I mean, he was still just finished high school whenever I finished up. Um, but the majority of those things were around. Um, so I don't know how much further back they went. But Yeah, well, Tim LeBlanc played in 62, 3, and 4 was his last year at Catholic High uh, playing football and passed away sometime in the 80s uh i think he was still a young man 38 39 years of age playing with his brothers yep. uh in the park on that team so i knew tim well and uh, was so well liked uh, in that regard anyway coach uh, any other last words information you may have uh with the school or would you like to talk about the end of the show um reminder we don't have school tomorrow um you know we're, we're monitoring the weather situation for wednesday uh mr bork and the school will make some communications you know as of right now we're planning on having school wednesday but if something changes they'll make communications to everybody um and you know we have mass on thursday like always at 9 20 a.m um like our typical weekly mass on at 9 20 a.m you know everyone's invited to come and, um, you know, we do have Catholic Schools Week coming up at the end of the month, January right. 29th through February 2nd. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of, lot of things planned for that week. Yeah, we meet again, I think, two weeks from uh, today, uh, which would be, to, of course, today being the 15th to 29th. It uh, will be our next show here on uh, Kane Radio. Anyway, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Session Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornor Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, Dr. Seth Rosenwig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless. At Sester Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sester Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestia and Jenny Vizay at Sester Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. 
Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. 